welcome back, Unsung Gamers, to another episode of our podcast. I am your host, Rico, and with me is my brother, Shadow Alchemist, a.k.a. Nando. Finally upgraded. Hope I sound better now. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, so we do have our other host, uh, Butter Biscuits. He should be coming on here any second. Uh, he's running a little late, but I, I have to start early uh, because I have a flight uh, tomorrow. And, and speaking of that, that's what I want to talk about right now is so tomorrow... I guess today being Wednesday, but by the time you hear this podcast, it's going to be Friday. So I should already be in Vegas now. But uh, tomorrow, I'll be in Vegas uh, with Johnny Five, Arcade, and a couple of other of our friends out there. So if you if you happen to be out there, you happen to listen to our podcast or follow us on Instagram or social media, The Unsung Gamers, uh, you know, send a message to us and maybe we can hang out or, you know, grab a drink or meet up at an arcade. I don't know. Uh, just you know, let us know, and if not, you know, just you know, follow our page, pages Johnny Five Arcade and Unsung Gamers, because uh, we'll be we'll be posting up stories uh, consistently. Because like I would post up posts, but it's gonna be a lot of posts, and and uh, I don't want to like fill up our page with just just Vegas stuff. I really want to keep it to video game content, and it's and the same thing. I'm gonna keep it video game content uh, as far as stories. Uh, but you know, there might be sometimes where you know, like maybe I I win like a dollar or something. Like yeah, I won, or maybe I lose something. I don't know. But I just I'm gonna post it up just so I can I can follow us and see what we're doing up there. Um, so looking forward to that. And so we'll be there from actually from tomorrow, that being Thursday, to Sunday. So again, if you happen to see us, you know, send us a message, you know, and and uh, maybe we can we can get together and uh, hang out and gamble. Uh, and and gamble or, or play play games. Uh, so actually, some of the places we're gonna go to we've talked about is the Pinball Hall of Fame. So we're actually gonna go there, and and then we found this other place called uh, A15. Um, so I have never been here, but I heard it's really cool, and I've only seen pictures. So I I, I apologize if y'all have seen it already, and yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But what it is is just like a giant like marketplace area. And they have like different uh, events going on. It's almost like a main event of Dave and Buster's, but just like different rooms of different things going yeah. on. And one of them being an arcade room. So that's another place that me and Johnny Fiverr are going to be at uh, exploring too. And again, again, we'll post up our stories so you can see and follow us and see what we're doing on there. And here, and and he just showed up, and here we have buttered biscuits. What's up, guys? How you doing? Going, going, doing, going, doing well. Uh, you know, uh. I just started a little bit early because, like, I got to jump off here in, in a little bit. No, bro, you're totally, to- totally fine. No, man, uh, my day job was a was a doozy this week, so I, I, I like, uh, I passed out. So, but I'm good. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I figured you were asleep. I'm like, you know what? Let's go and just go and do it. He'll jump on when he jumps on. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, guys. I really did. I set my alarm and everything, and just didn't hear it. But anyways, no, we're good. I'm back here. I'm here with y'all this week. I'm really excited for your trip, Rico. I'm really, really freaking excited. I can't wait to see the pictures. I can't wait to see everything for it. So, man, it's going to be fun for you guys. I'm jealous. I'm beyond jealous. Well, and, you know, the other thing, and now, though, uh, I, I got to take it to you, you'll know. So, like, when I was posting this, uh, some people reached out to me and were telling me, like, when, when are you going to Vegas? And I told them I'm going this week. And they're like, like, one of them is my friend. Uh, but he, he's actually going to be in Vegas, too, this week. So that's pretty cool. So a lot of people are going, you know, it's good, lots of people to hang out with. But of course, you know, social distancing, social safe and stuff. So, but yeah, it, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, I am very excited about it. 
I, I got to sit know. in a chair in the sky. Oh, I might have to have the TSA, or, you know, uh, check my prostate for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going it's, it's to be like early, early in the morning. So, like, I, I have to wake up. So, so here's the crazy thing uh, about, about my trip. So, originally, I was supposed to do a one-way, not a one-way trip. I was supposed to be like a one-stop trip. Uh, I was going to stop in Denver, in Colorado. And then from there, I was going to go to Vegas. And... And it, it worked perfectly because that's where a friend of mine lives, and we're gonna—I was gonna fly there, and we happened to get the same flight from there to Vegas, and we're, we're gonna get there like at, at ten, I think ten in the morning over there, that time. But I didn't—I didn't find out till this morning, and it's probably my fault. I didn't, I didn't probably didn't see the email, but there was an update to my flight where now it's a one-stop, a non-stop flight. Oh, uh, nice to, to Vegas now, but my flight leaves at six a.m. And I, I'm gonna get to Vegas at 7:30 a.m. And so, and so I'm like, oh man, like that's super early. early. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I don't, and no one's gonna be there yet. Uh, but, but as I, as I mentioned, fortunately, my cousin's gonna already gonna be there. So I reached out to her and told her if I could just hang out at her hotel until <laughs> uh, until I can check in at mine. So you, you know, wake her up. so for fortune, you know, that's how we have family. You know, family's there for for all that. So you drop it on yeah. family. You always yeah, drop it on family. She doesn't want to do it, but she's obligated to have to do it now. Hey, family told, card. Yeah, I told her. I told her I'll bring coffee. No problem. You know. But, oh, coffee. Dude, <laughs> there's a buffet downstairs. I think they got coffee covered. No, 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 no. See, for me, I as much as I love coffee, dude. If he said coffee and he had an assorted variety of creamers. I would freaking order breakfast, and then we and I would let him in. Like, come on in. You said the magic word, creamers. Uh, uh, French. You, know, you got French vanilla. You got you, you got all the all the creamers. I'm good to go. Let's do hell, hell no, you're you're paying for dinner then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so so uh, yeah. So it, it actually today the whole day was just like that. Like so just surprises. Uh, you know, like my, my flight changing. Finding out my cousin's going to be there. And so, so it, like I said, uh, I don't like to plan things. I like to be more spontaneous. Uh, but yeah. when I do when I do plan things, I hope they go to plan. But sometimes, you know, things happen. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And again, like, as I mentioned, I'll post up on our social media page and just to keep you updated and so y'all can follow us and see what we're up to. Me and, and Johnny Five Arcade. Dude, I'm dude, I'm be monitoring like like closely because I'm just I'm like it's like I, I feel like you guys are gonna be living this trip that are, are living this trip for me. So hopefully yeah. though, guys, hopefully those uh, before you leave, Rico. Um, hopefully things will get back to normal over the course of the year, and maybe next year we'll be going to E3 next year because it looks like they're opening E3 for a digital event this year. So, digital event. Yeah, more details to come, <laughs> but uh. Uh, it was confirmed. Uh, it's like I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the the post I I I made for you guys uh, the other day. Uh, the Electronic Software Board has confirmed that most of its partners have signed on for E3, um, which is Xbox, Nintendo, Capcom, Ubisoft, you know, uh, Take Two Interactive. Um, all people that didn't sign on is your boy Sony. That's right. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna do their own. They're, they're more than likely they're gonna do their own thing. Which You're better is... off doing your own thing. I mean, I, I don't but see why Microsoft. I mean, Nintendo already does it whenever they want to do it. They're like, "Hey, we got a new game. Here well, it is." Okay, well, that's bye. They, okay. Well, in, in second Nintendo's case, they don't usually do theirs. They do a direct, uh, but they do yeah. like a live direct, uh, which uh, which is no, well, I guess what they do normally. But they go big and they, but they go big and beyond for 
for for E3, they do a longer one where they normally do like a twenty minute presentation. They do like a forty minute presentation. But there's something cool about that about being on that LA soundstage that I just like. It just makes it really really cool. Like it looks like a full like presentation. Yeah. But of course, over the years though, as you and I both both admitted, it's become just like a CGI fest of of like CGI trailers. Like, yeah, look at what I can do, and the game is well, nowhere like that. It's not just that, but like back when they were doing the before time when they did live shows, like they yeah. always have like the wrong people to host the shows, uh-huh. and just people who don't know how to ad lib. Like whenever like something goes wrong, or like oh my god, up, yes, like, yeah, they they just make it really really awkward. I'm like, okay, let's just you show, are... j- just show the trailer, just stop, show the trailer. I got I gotta say, uh, the only people who are guilty of that still to this day are Ubisoft. And uh, and I think EA is guilty of it too. Yep. Like the like Microsoft's like, yeah, we're not doing celebrities. <laughs> like the only one that like did very well was Keanu, but that's because he's a national treasure. Yeah, so, you're freaking beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like that was that was a great moment at E3. Uh, yeah, no, I was like, it was too bad the game is trash, but I'm still gonna buy the game. It, I, it's. It still works on PC. To be fair, it does work on PC. On console, what? it is trash. Yes, uh, but they're 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 fixing it piece by piece. I'll wait. At, at this point, I don't care. Yeah. Like I, I have I have no interest in playing it anymore. I'll wonder, go back to playing Witcher Three. I want to play it just for Keanu. Now it, good. It's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no, uh, honestly, guys. I mean, it, it was a damn. I like the press conferences. I don't know why. I like the glitz and glamour of it. Like, uh, uh, even though I know half of those games are going to get delayed or canceled before they even uh, make it out, make it out of LA. I want to say, uh, like, a, like a big reason why Sony decided not to do theirs at E3 is probably because they have a better viewer turnout doing their own show as opposed to doing an E3 show. See, the best thing is, is, is theirs always comes off looking like pretentious. Like I've never liked theirs because, like that one they did, uh, they did it away from. Uh, they did it away from E3. They did it at, like that bathhouse or something like that, or or some type of other venue, and it was like, uh, it was weird. The only thing it did was make a great aesthetic for them to announce Ghost of Shima. It was the only good thing about that venue. Everything else just seemed off. It was small. There was uh, the the acoustics just weren't right, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It just I don't know. They were trying it was, something new. It was trying something new, but I mean, it's like it's like they had more luck. Going, I don't know, renting out the backyard here in Waco. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> no matter what they do, it can never be as bad as their 2006 show. Yeah, just, you know that. You know what? I, I I remember that show. That was when they 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 even had Kevin Butler on, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they, mean, they were yeah. laughed off the stage when they revealed like the price of the PS3. Oh, sorry, yeah. guys. Well, well, so, sorry, to, sorry oh. to interrupt you guys, oh, but oh. I, I gotta jump off, guys. I'm about to hit the bed. But yeah, yeah, continue. Uh, and, yeah, and here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> and uh, I, oh, I, I do want to mention one thing is like we do have a new gaming partner. Her name is Secret. Uh, C-E-A dot C-R-I-T. Uh, I hope I said that. I hope I said that right. Uh, A.K.A. Victoria. Uh, she's a new gaming partner, of course, along with Johnny Five Arcade, Chaos Wolf, obviously, Butter Biscuits. And and uh, I guess uh, our new one, uh, Shadow Alchemist, I saw him join the uh, Instagram social media page. Yeah, so right. I do want to mm-hmm. mention that. And, and thank you, uh, 
maybe one day we'll have her on on the show. You know, we would like to have other gamers on the show and you know give us her opinion or their take on other games. So I, I look I look forward to that. So one day hopefully we'll have her on. Other awesome. than that, uh, oh, I did get my second shot. Uh, I so far I'm I'm good. Uh, I didn't feel like the, the the sickness or feel like out of shape like like from what I've heard. So some good news to others out there who wouldn't say take that second shot. Um, but so other than that, uh, thank y'all. Uh, I'll catch y'all on the next one, and y'all have fun. Uh, take it away, butter biscuits, Chad Alchemist. Uh, yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. Close the door. <laughs> oh man, but uh, Sony. See, that's because I loved Sony's presentations at E3. Uh-huh. Um, uh, before they started doing their own thing, it's. Um, but no, yeah, you're right. The the, the best one was 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 that one where they kind of like walked on stage. Uh, when Sega made an ass of themselves, and they go two ninety nine, they walk right off. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was that was bad. Like the PS5 oh, reveal, like when they were like, "All right, five ninety nine. Okay, how many of us have that much money in two thousand six? Oh man, uh, we'll see. That, that we'll see. And that's the thing is, is, Sony did really good then, and then like stepped in it like a couple years later when they when they revealed the PS three. Uh, remember? fiasco uh with the pricing of the ps3 yeah yeah but then they quickly redirected but the damage was done so here's what i'm thinking here's what i'm thinking um uh, since so we're we're two months away from e3 hang on yeah but we're, we're two months away from e3 here's gonna be the focus i'm telling you right now the focus of e3 is gonna be trying to get systems in the hands of, of players because that's still a problem I don't care how much they sugarcoat it. Uh, both both companies have this brand new, uh, like powerful hardware. Can't get it in the hands of people. I don't care. And the sales are the sales are doing fine, but where's the system? Scalpers, man. I know, I know. So well, I well, okay here and here in here in America, USA. Galpers. Yeah. I feel like everywhere else that we see people like on our followers feed and like just people that check us out and whatever, mm-hmm. I look at their stuff and they're all playing on PS5s, but they're all like based in Europe. Yeah. And I'm like, what? The, what? Like, what? Y'all have like a steady supply of them? We just don't. Yes, it, it's here in America that's really, really, really what's, what's bad. Um, um, second, if I'm not mistaken, most international uh, markets have a uh, ha- have have situations in place to keep scalping from happening. Well, like now from what uh Ashley was telling me earlier, like Target um uh, no longer like lets people know that they yeah. have them there. Like you just have to go there and just check to see if it's even there. Yeah. And like well that that makes sense. I mean like yeah, cuz I mean if you reserve it or like buy it online, then mm-hmm. who knows who's actually buying that. Yeah. Um uh, I know Walmart Walmart they do they do warnings online. Uh, Best Buy does warnings online, um, which means you have to. Uh, GameStop does warnings online that they pretty much uh, want you to follow their Twitter, follow their social media pages. It, it, don't get me wrong; they do post. If you have your notifications set, they will let you know. Like I get notifications every other day from GameStop saying, "Hey, we got this in, we got this in," and they get a lot of PS fives in more than they do get Series Xs. They get PS5s in, and they get um, the Xbox Series S in, which is the all-digital Xbox, which is not yeah. as powerful. But, I mean, the the systems are starting to roll in. I think when we get to E3, I think they're going to have announcements that we're going to have major rollouts coming out as far as 
as far as systems hitting, and it's and we're going to be back to where we need to be, and systems are going to start rolling out. I mean, it would have to be that because mm-hmm. I mean, as far as like showing what they have there, like every mm-hmm. single year, I feel like it's always just trailers, like mm-hmm. early development trailers. Mm-hmm. That's not actual gameplay mm-hmm. of the product that we're supposed to buy. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's like two, even three years out, uh, like, like out, yes, away from us. I'm like, what's the point? Like, don't show me this because I'm not going to care in two years. Or, or when we get to Halo, or like an example for Halo Infinite. Uh, gameplay that that is out and working. Oh, this game looks like shit. Yeah, okay. I, saw, I saw that early trailer. I'm like, again, it's an early trailer. Like, it's I mean, not it looked, the it final okay. product. Yeah, it looked good. I was like, the at least the at least the mechanics are working. You, uh, you don't want to go to show to EA and they uh, E3 and they fire that harpoon and that thing goes like flying halfway into the distance. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think a prime example on like just the issue, and I think there's. Honestly, I really think there's not going to be as many people watching this year's show as last year's show. And I think the main reason is uh, what Cyberpunk 2077 did. And, like, they showed off, you know, quote-unquote gameplay. Like, it was stuff made within the engine, but it wasn't actual gameplay. CG. Yeah, and it was just a false narrative on, like, what they were trying to sell. And, like, now that's, like, a sour point for, like, a lot of gamers. Because, you know, including myself, we're all looking forward to this game. We saw that it was working. It was working on, quote-unquote, console. And what sucks is 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 Sony's the one who puts game developers into that. Sony put Sony actually put that into uh, gamers' heads a long time ago with the uh, Killzone Two trailer. Yeah, uh, I I didn't know that that was a thing until I actually did some research on it, and and actually uh, it it all goes the, the CGI the the effect of the CGI trailer. Yeah, actually goes all the way back to that damn freaking kills on two where they said this is what the gameplay looks like. This is what you're gonna. This is what you're gonna have. This is what's gonna happen in the game. All and and you find like, out that it was just built in game. Well, to be fair, like with that trailer, I mean, it the game did look pretty close to that trailer, but yeah, it, it wasn't it. But yeah. when the game came out, it worked, and that's mm-hmm. what's important is that the game worked when it came out. Yeah, as opposed to like. Currently, and it's not just you know a Cyber Cyberpunk twenty seven seven issue. This is like a entire console generation issue yes. that, I've, that I've realized with PS four and Xbox One. Uh, PC, I did, they never really have to worry about that because either one, the developer fix it on PC first, or two, well, now it, it, like nowadays, like just modders just fix it themselves, and now it works. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like an, an example was a uh, GTA Online. Like a yeah. a modder like fixed the loading issues that it's been running into. And like they gave the guy like I don't know like forty grand or something like that, but he ended up giving it to charity. And I'm like, yeah, like why is it in this console generation that it was entirely okay to release an unfinished product? Mm-hmm. And not only that, but it's just like you're being sold on on a promise that's yeah. you know that's overpromised and underdelivered every single time. Like a lot of Ubisoft products, except for that Phoenix Rising game. A lot of them just didn't work when they came out. Oh yeah, uh, Ghost Recon, uh, Breakpoint, uh, uh, Wildlands shit. too. Uh, Wildlands, a lot. Yeah, I, I totally admit. Uh, All these the Creed games, man, like Rainbow they, Six Siege, like every one of these games just didn't work when they came out. And like that's something that like a lot of gamers just really need to understand. It's like I get that you love these games and they have been great, but they're not great when they come out. They're great no. like a year later. And that shouldn't be it. Like, I, I get no. that they have um, due dates uh, that they have to hit. But at the same time, like, this is really putting a sour point into, like, this entire generation. I'm going to go ahead and tell you what it is. And this is something that I've, that I've 
really been annoyed about for a really long time because when we started referring to games as services the term game of game uh games um uh, was it games of services or games as services and what it is is they release a game and they try to pump as much life into it as possible you want yeah. dlc yeah sure you can pay for it for here you like cosmetics you'll do that or or this or that you know express yourself with with this type of sword or this type of weapon you know pay yeah. this and you know microtransactions here there and everywhere on top of you know and what it comes down to is like you said we release a half finished product and it's like everything's in alpha build or game preview yeah half the time and then you're just kind of stuck with it and whether or not it fails like anthem i mean oh man <laughs> god that game well like even like now i think either it was either this week or last week uh outriders was released yeah Square Enix game yeah, and I had and I had my doubts about that game because Marvel Avengers sucked when it came mm, out. Like not, yeah. and that, when it, wait, wait, wait I'm, I'm sorry. When it the, works, it's fine. Yeah. But overall, it just it didn't work a lot of the times. Like there's mm. still issues with it. Mm-hmm. And when this game came out, um, like a well, I'm not sure about console, but on PC they're running into a lot of like issues with connectivity and just yes, no, their... no, no. That that that's universal. Yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? Like, you're you're coming from a Square in from Square Enix, a multi-billion-dollar company. Like, how does this happen? I man. It, it, I, it's, and, and it's not just that. It's, it's my issue with like uh, Warzone. Like, I'm not sure if I told you. Like, I've told I've told Rico this, and I told Chaos Wolf. You know, Joe. Yeah. And and I told him, like, you know, I just can't do it anymore. I can't play Warzone anymore because I'm like, I'm just not having fun with a broken game. Like, they know this game is broken. They know they have so many problems with this game but they're not fixing it. I get that it's a free game, but when you made just under $2 billion just on this free game, you need to set aside some of that money to fix the game. Yeah. Because everyone's voicing their opinion about this game being broken. And it really is. That's why I, I've just stopped playing it. Like, I don't want to play it. And, like, whenever, like, the guys want to jump on and play, I'm like, I always tell them, like, you know, I'm not. Like, that's actually what drove me to buying uh, Borderlands 3. Like I finally bought that game. Now I'm playing that game. I'm having a lot of fun with it. To be fair, it's a great game. Having a lot of fun. It's on sale right now. I got the ultimate edition for fifty bucks. Right. Well, see, it's funny. Is I've I've actually had Borderlands. I had some friends that 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 were going to get Borderlands three on Xbox, and I've had it. I've had the 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 ultimate edition, and I actually scored it for a really good price a long time ago uh, for like thirty bucks. It's like the whole one. It has the steel book and everything. Uh, and I I actually got it for thirty dollars like last year. Yeah, and it it yeah it is a fun game from what I've seen from it and everything from what I've got to play I like it. It. It, it, it. I mean, it's Borderlands. It's it's, it's, it's well, it's, it's it's what they took from Borderlands Two and mm-hmm. they just made it better. It's like mm-hmm. going from Kingdom Hearts to Kingdom Hearts Two gameplay yeah. wise was a step up. It's a lot better mm-hmm. narrative. Ah, who cares really? You're in it for the loot and for the shooting. There's a there's a story. Oh. Exactly, but like. Going back to the Warzone and like just that issue with uh, that game, like I know you do, you don't play it as much as we do. Like you yeah. do play it sometimes when we when we jump on. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if you see the issues that are I, plaguing I, I, the entire game. I have seen I have seen clips of of people making these unbelievable ass sniper shots from like halfway down the map and lower and and like they'll be on that that one high rise building. Yeah. And making those sniper shots just like with ease, and or like that's just an aimbot, um, yeah, act that they put into their game that allows them to do that. 
And like that's one thing that I just don't understand that Activision is letting them get away with is that for some reason this engine doesn't have an anti-cheat software built into it. Like you hear that there's like, you know, 60,000 players banned. Banning, oh. banning isn't solving the issue. No, like, no, it, it, it never not. will. In fact, I follow uh, Call of Duty on Twitter and uh, and they said they banned, uh, hang on, just, this, just, just today, just today, you know, uh, they banned, uh, was it like 150,000? No, uh, sorry, I, I, I follow this thing called Call of Duty News on, on Twitter. Just today, Ravensoft confirmed uh, that they banned 15,000 accounts and more to come in a new ban wave. Like, like that's not solving the problem. Like, listen to this they can ban 15 million players. That isn't going to solve the issue because it takes, what, 10, 15 minutes to create a new account. And they could just bring all the hacks back into the game. Like, that's not solving the issue because there isn't an anti-cheat software into the game. Like, there's nothing stopping them from doing it. And there's no way for them to co correctly monitor and show that this is happening. Like, other games that have this. Like, Apex has an anti-cheat software. Personally, I think Gears, uh, Gears of War had the best one. Like, when they see you do it, they catch you doing it. They throw you into the loser bracket. Like, uh, an entire server just for cheaters. Mm -hmm. And they leave you in there. Yep. But with Warzone, like, you know, y'all made almost $2 billion. Like, how do you not have these things fixed? And it's not something that's just up and suddenly started happening. Like, it's just something that's progressively gotten worse every single season. And I've noticed that. And it's something Chaos Wolf was noticing, too, like, before I did. Like, he was like, they're doing very little new to the game. They're adding very little to it. No, no, they're not. Because and, and they're allowing all these hacks, all these dumbass weapons to get by. And no one seems to be caring about this issue is the, the college is the call of duty curse i've called it several times several freaking times and i hate it i hate it when it happens to such a good freaking game like call of duty modern yeah. warfare but damn it they do it all the time they go and they go and, and, and release the next call of duty they focus on that thing where's all the content where's all the zombie content coming going it's, it's not it's there but you gotta have Cold War to play it. Yep, and like that, that like that's the thing about uh, this, like in like the new map that was like leaked out that everyone got excited for with the new season. Mm -hmm. uh, come to find out, like that map doesn't exist. It was a map that was initially created for Blackout 2.0, you know, quote unquote 2.0 for uh, mm -hmm. Call of Duty Cold War, mm -hmm. because apparently Activision didn't believe like Warzone would be as successful as it as it was. Like it, it was incredibly successful, mm -hmm. and I'm like, why wouldn't it be? Like it's a Call of Duty game, but in a battlefield setting or in a battle uh, battle royale setting. Yeah, and so um, Treyarch was building this map for their, you know, blackout mode. And so when they found out that you know Warzone was a massive success, they're like, "Hey, well, you gotta start working on this stuff now. Like, get to start implementing your weapons into this game." And there's two problems with that. One, they've already made all this other stuff that they have to throw out now. And two, they want them to build this stuff on an older engine. Like Cold War is is on a Infinity Ward. Or Infinity, oh, whatever the engine's called, uh, 7.0, while Warzone and Modern Warfare is on 8.0. So they would have to recreate everything, like, from scratch. That's, that's why they threw away that map. That map doesn't exist anymore. Like, it's gone. And, like, now, instead of what they're doing now, it's just doing a reskin, technically a reskin of Verdansk, but in the 80s now. Like, that's the new map we're supposed to be getting. Just... Which, which seems very lazy, honestly. Like, I get that it takes a long time to build a level, but, again... You made two billion dollars on this one game, mm -hmm. and like in that time, you haven't made anything. You haven't done anything really new to the game to keep to keep it fresh, like other battle royale games. Agreed. And like that's 
the sour point of like me playing that game and why I just stopped playing it. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm just not having fun with this game anymore. Like it's, it, there's way too many cheaters on here. The weapon balance is just ridiculous. And it's, you know, again, it's like, I, I just wasn't having fun anymore. Like I kept falling asleep playing the game. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm oh, done with Warzone. Like I, yeah. I stopped playing it. I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. That's when you know you, that's when you know you've burned out on a game is when you start falling asleep in a game. Yep. That's when you know. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's not like it was a one time thing. Like it's been happening recently. Like a lot, like pretty much most of the games I'll be falling asleep because they'll be yelling at me to like do something and then they'll have to like come over to me and actually like yell like come on to, to get my attention yeah I'm like, oh, look, i'm coming but it's just yeah it's just a weird issue because i mean like it's a they know it's a massively popular game they made a lot of money off this massively popular game and yet there's all these problems still with it which and, like and, and i'm not saying like people that enjoy the game to stop playing it i'm just want you to understand like why i've stopped playing the game it's like it's like you playing the game if you love it don't get uh we're not telling you to 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 not yeah it's just um that that i think that i think that's what they say is like you gotta acknowledge the problems so things can get fixed uh and i'll go to sound like a dm after school special once you want <laughs> once, once you once you admit there's a problem once you admit there's a problem you can start working on a way to salute uh, to make it a solution and it's up to the develop and it's up to the consumers to freaking tell the developers hey fix this problem this is not a fun game anymore but but we're also in the age of where influencers and, and streamers like myself uh, that we are that, that that we play these games one because they're popular and two because of the fact that that they garnish a lot of viewers. But at the same time around, it becomes a slog fest, and it's pretty sad when it gets to the point to where Fortnite is more balanced than damn Warzone. I've and had a lo- I've had a lot of fun playing Fortnite lately than I have played <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone. And it's a like I get that it's a business. They're supposed to you know maximize profits, and I think that's why they're either one taking it very slow or just not fixing the issues. Because either way, they're making a lot of money. Like yeah. every every single day, every single week, every single season, they're making a lot of money. And as long as they see that profit coming in, they'll do as little as possible to either change the game or fix it. And like the like at its best, I think I think Warzone was at its best in the first three seasons. After that, that's when you really started to see like a rise of just all these issues that have just accumulated to just me saying like yeah i'm done i'm I'm gonna stop playing warzone now and me, and me, me personally like i don't even think that i would i wouldn't even call warzone a battle royale game because it really isn't no no uh honestly it feels like battlefield to me it's yeah it's like a battlefield game or just a, you know it's just call of duty on like a grander scale on a bigger map more yeah. like gra- ground war like what they re- originally had initially had on modern warfare and now it's you know this big ass map on Verdansk. Because I mean, technically, like if you're gonna look at a battle royale game, you have to look at the OG, and that's PUBG. Oh, and, you know, yeah. You know, in that game, like everything you pick up is something that you find. Like those are the only weapons, those are the only upgrades that you find, those are the only health packs that you find, are ones that you actually go out there and look for or get off another person. Is it bad I forgot about PUBG? <laughs> no, like I, I tried playing it like uh, last night because I'm like, like I'm trying to find like a game that's like that to just start up again and mm-hmm. like play, and I tried that game. And I'm like, okay, you know what? This game is showing its age now. And like, yeah, like it hasn't changed. And I get it that, you know, people still play it and they like it. But I'm like, all right, now where's part two? Like, there there needs to be an upgrade now. You know, honestly, and it's really sad that this game didn't get as much buzz as it did. Uh, Fortnite killed uh, it, man. No, 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 no. Well, no, no, no. PUBG was was, was always going to die. I never liked the idea of PUBG. Uh, There's another game. Uh, I'm trying to pull up my Steam right now. If I can remember what the name of it, uh, it's uh, 
it's like uh, assault on a uh, assault on on. It's like PUBG and them, uh, uh, but you have to like escape like from like a prison. Yeah. Uh, sold on like Karaki or something, and I don't know. What oh, Escape from Tarkov. Tarkov, there it is. Yes, that's it. Escape from Tarkov. I've seen a lot of people play that game. That game looks fantastic. I'll, again, like it's a battle royale game, and like yeah. I think that's what that's what people just don't understand. Is like Warzone isn't a battle royale royale game yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. And like the best like games out there that are battle royale is that game, and like even Apex Legends mm-hmm. is it's still a battle royale game because mm-hmm. everything you're finding is just things that or everything that you're using are always going to be things that just find out on the map. Mm-hmm. And with Warzone, like pretty much like how things go on every single match i feel like everyone's doing the same thing is either yeah. one uh try to make ten thousand ten thousand dollars as fast as possible buy your loadout and you're set for the entire match or yeah. two you wait around for that first circle to hit then get your loadout and then go go wait around until the final circle yeah that's what that's war zone in a nutshell you yeah really, like it's like the easiest way to, to win is just to just not do anything like you just sit around and do nothing until like you get to the finals, like several circles, and then at that point, you can probably engage. But most likely, you should honestly just stay back if you want to win. Stay back, let other teams engage, and then you know, third party the last team, and then you win. Like that's how I've won like three solo games, like on my own. Like I'm like this game is just ridiculous. Like it's it's one, it's it's easy to win, and two, like you really don't have you're not rewarded for being on the offensive. You're rewarded for being on defensive on this game. And like that's one thing that I noticed about uh, Apex Legends because I, you know, I picked that game up again because after not playing it for over a year now, I figured, hey, maybe maybe they fixed some stuff in there, and they have. They added a lot to the game. And one thing that I really liked that they added to the game was the Evo shield that they implemented. And basically, like uh, you, you know, you can still pick up all your shields, you know, white, blue, uh, and purple. I think are like the levels of the shields. But if you want the final one, which is the red one, you have to work for it. You have to actually engage into with other players, and like it'll build up like a score meter. And once you reach like a certain score of like thirty five hundred, I think, of damage, then you get the red shield. Oh. And I was like, well, that that's really neat. Like I like that. And, and honestly, even if you don't find um, the blue and purple shields, you can still work your way up there regardless. As long as you hit that damage uh, score of thirty five hundred, you'll unlock the red shield for yourself. And like there's also a, a, a crafting center there now, which is rewarding but also scary too especially if you're trying to build a shield because when you're trying to build the shield it takes the one that you already have on off so you're out there like for a good minute without one and like you know if someone knows that you're at a store trying to craft something they're gonna go out there and kill you of course but i like that they've implemented something like that to actually like want you to engage with other players so actually fight them so you actually build up your score meters to, so you can actually get the red shield the final shield Beautiful. And I, I like that. I like that, you know, is you're being rewarded for being on the offensive, which is what Apex has been aiming towards the entire time, as opposed to like, you know, Warzone, where you honestly can just stay in the back and just wait until you win. I mean, yeah, there's there are plenty of different, you know, things you can play other than Warzone. If you're tired of the, the glitching, you're tired of this cheating. Uh, I mean, there's I mean, Apex is one of those things. It's like if you want that running gun experience, I, I suggest Apex. Which is available on Nintendo, which is available on the Switch now, by the way. Uh, Apex That's is growing. Yeah, it's it's growing on multiple different platforms now. I mean, really, if you want that run and gun visceral experience that Call of Duty Warzone was bringing, Apex could be the answer to that itch. If you're just getting tired of you know you know of all the glitching, and everything that's happening right now. Uh, if you want high high thrill, crazy crossovers and crap happening left and right. Fortnite could be your issue too. I mean, I mean, right now, if you are, 
if you've gotten to that point where you're tired of of what Warzone's bringing to the table, there are other options out there, or, or lack thereof, or lack thereof. There's 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 different things out there. Just it's really going to be of what is what are you willing to do to, to explore? I mean, like I said, there's games on Steam that, that you can play, like uh, like Tarkov. Uh, say if you want to play that game. Try it out. I've heard lots of great things. I was surprised it didn't get as power. It didn't get as popular as it did. I think because of Warzone, like everyone's yeah. on that game. I mean, even today, even to this day, like it's one of the most popular games to play. Like number one, course is going to be Fortnite. Number two, funny enough, is actually Apex, and then it's Warzone. So I mean, it looks like the steam is running off. I'm sure when we get that next war, uh, uh, Modern Warfare. We're gonna get like Warzone 2.0, and then it's gonna be popular again. And you know, it'll it'll be popular for a week. It always yeah, is. It always and is. People, and then and then the gamers gonna realize this is the same shit. They haven't this fixed is, anything. And they and and, and and but yet and and then we'll still be playing it for the next 18, 20 months. <laughs> I mean, like I I I I'm not gonna play. Like I've already been astute on like just not wanting to play that game anymore. Like I'm like. That's all. That's what I'm looking at other games to play because I'm like, you know, this game just isn't fun for me anymore. I don't like that they're not fixing anything, and I really, I really hate the, the like the meta uh, guns in the game. Oh. If you're not using the meta guns in the game, you're losing on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like that's that shouldn't be the way a game should be played. Like you have mm-hmm. to use these guns in order to mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. And currently, right now, it's the FFAR and the CRA Max are like. The meta of guns of of uh, Warzone right now, especially the FFAR. If you're not using that gun, technically you're losing on purpose because that gun would give you the edge over any other gun in the game. It does SMG better than SMG, and it does assault rifle be- better than any assault rifle in the game. It's the best weapon you can use in the game, and it's the only way to guarantee a win, basically. See, uh, and that right there, you just you just killed it for me. That's like I'm sorry, no, like I want to be able. So what you're saying is I I I I literally have to go and pay for a weapon. Is what you're saying? I mean, no, you don't have to pay for a, for a weapon. You just have to, like, you can still play, like, Plunder or even Warzone, yeah. like, itself to upgrade that weapon to where it needs to be. Or, yes, buy Cold War and then play multiplayer to upgrade that weapon. It's, I'm not saying, like, other weapons aren't viable, like, but the Modern Warfare weapons aren't. They are. I'm just saying the FFAR has the edge over all these weapons. And it's, it'll do the job better than any other rifle in the game, which is an issue, which is a problem. That shouldn't be it. That shouldn't be what the game is based around. It should be based around one, two, or three guns. It should be based around all of them being fair to the point that they can actually, like, they benefit from each from one aspect while losing one from the other. Like, for a while, the M4A1 was, like, the best gun in the game. Mm-hmm. And so they reduced the fire rate and increased the recoil. And then, like, after that, it became the, uh, the growl, I think. Mm-hmm. And then once that became like the meta gun, like they increased the recoil uh, and reduce the uh, fire rate of that weapon as well to where it does like it shoots slower than the M4A1. So M4A1 does better as far as like shooting wise, accuracy wise. But as far as like, you know, the mid range section, like the growl would do, would do better. And that's how you're supposed to balance weapons. You're supposed to see like, what can you take away from this weapon while also making all these other ones just as viable. And you have an issue when you have this one gun that can shoot as fast as the SMG and can shoot as far as an assault rifle. Jesus that's, Christ. That's, that's the FFAR. Like that gun is just going to melt you at uh, close range to medium range. Even if you have an SMG, even if you have the MP5 like gun, or even if you have a shotgun, it'll outdo those guns in close range always. 
And as far as long range goes, sniper rifles aren't really viable anymore now that there's the AUG, the three round burst rifle. Like that gun can just melt you from like long distance. Like it doesn't matter how far you are because it doesn't have like a damage drop off. So even if you're like, you know, 100 meters, 200 meters off, they're still doing the same amount of damage in that uh, aspect. And I'm like, that's an issue. That shouldn't happen. Like, why is this gun still in the game? Why is it doing this much damage? Like from like that far away, but it's still in the game. And that's my issue with Warzone is that there's, there's no balance between the weapons anymore. You're either using the meta guns to win or you're not giving yourself a handicap and you're losing on purpose. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's just like, it's like when metas are brought up, it seems like it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're always going to want to be in on the thing unless you are having to force to do something that you don't want to do. Yeah. Uh, like, especially fighting games. Fighting games have that guilty pleasure, too. It's like in Smash Brothers, like... Oh, Meta Knight? <laughs> yeah, all the meta... It's like, it's like all the meta lore in that damn thing for competition play. It's always like a certain handful of characters. Out of all these characters, you're telling me that only five of these is really the best to com- uh, be- best best to compete with. You know what? I'll I'll stick to my young Link and my Zero Suit Samus, and I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll hold my You're own. Like, well, I'm, if I lose, if I get my ass kicked, at least I know I'm having fun. Yeah, but like, it, you know, I'm glad to hear that the meta isn't just a Warzone restricted issue. It's everywhere. Mm, but no, it's Warzone, everywhere. Like, I... like, that, that's where I've noticed it. It's in Warzone. Like, you're either using Ooh. this weapon, especially like now with Cold War, you're either using this Cold War weapon or you're not, and you're losing on purpose, which sucks because, you know, the Modern Warfare weapons are weapons that I'm used to and ones I like. My personal favorite is the Ram 7. It always will be because I do perform better with it. But now that the FFAR does what it can do, I have to start using that gun now. And I'm like, what, what, like, where's the balance in this? And like, they've, you know, they've, you know, quote unquote, patched it and like, you know, nerfed it. And I'm like, no, like that, what, like what you put in there isn't going to fix the issue. You can like slightly take a longer time to aim down sights now. It can still do the same amount of damage regardless. You're still, the fire rate's still where it's at. Like that's, that's not what the issue was. The aim down sights wasn't an issue. It helps very little, but if you're already aiming down the sights or if you have to drop on anybody, you're going to melt them regardless. And like, that's, that's why like, I, like, I just don't care for Warzone anymore. And like that, again, that's why I don't call it a battle royale game. Cause a battle royale game is a game, it's a web, it's a game where you, everything you find, every, everything, yeah. everything you have is whatever you find. And just, oh man, just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm ranting on this game. But it's no, just... no, 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 <laughs> no, you're talking about, no, trust me. Uh, it's like, how you feel about that? how I feel about the meta of like and it's gonna be you're you're gonna be scratching your head and look at me like funny uh, uh the, the meta of Pokemon really the, the, the meta game of Pokemon is just like I don't like it like I like I tried to watch one of the Pokemon championship games um on Twitch yep almost everybody had the exact same Pokemon team <laughs> where you watch the cartoon and you watch like and the game you have these trainers in the game that have like a diverse team but you have people who all have Snorlaxes. You all have have have, have Dragonites. You all have like like Slowbros and and whatever new version of like the uh or you know, whatever new Pokemon the, the the they have that make up the the, the meta now. Yep. I'm like, this is boring. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's BS. Like when you introduce a meta to the game, like that's when you have an issue, and you'll always have an issue because yeah. there is like the meta exists, mm-hmm. and. It's not like, you know, with Warzone, like, it's like a new thing. Like, this happened with the implementation of Cold War. Mm-hmm. 
like you know back in well, october november mm-hmm. when i did that yeah november or no it was this year january man ah, my months are all off <laughs> quarantine baby quarantine <laughs> yeah, like, like that like that and like you know cheaters and hackers like that's always been an issue and that's something that you know chaos will brought up like several times on the podcast even and he brings that up every time we play the game like you know there's just too many too much hacking and there's too much mm-hmm. meta in the game to where it's just not fun and you're getting frustrated in the game yeah but and like it, it's fine to get frustrated in the game but it's it's another thing to get like angry at the game, and lately, like I, I've been getting angry at it because I'm like, everyone's using using the same damn gun, mm-hmm. everyone's camping because there's no need to engage with anybody until it's the last three circles of the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and well, going it's like going back to my examples real quick. It's like it, this is where Warzone has no escape from it. You you can't really escape the meta. Yeah, where where let's say Smash Brothers, you could you could avoid the meta. Invite friends over, and you guys are gonna. I guarantee you, half the half the people you invite over are gonna pick the quote competition characters. Yeah. And, and quote, yep. if you fight somebody in Pokemon, they're probably not gonna have the championship team on their. Uh, though they're gonna be using the people that they like bond with over the game. I mean, you're gonna have your characters you want to play as. Where yep. honestly, for me, all the guns for me as it's like when I pick up a weapon in Call of Duty, if it looks cool. If if it says epic or something like that, yeah, I'll pick it up just because it says epic. But as yeah. long as it's, as long as it's an assault rifle and can help me out and it's silenced, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, as long as, it, better, it, as long as it's better than a starting pistol, I'm good. Oh, that starting pistol sucks, and they put that in there on purpose. They want you to get rid of that gun as soon as possible. You just might as well just like start out there with like a stick and call it a day. I think you're better off with the knife starting off than a gun. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like that gun sucks so much. Like you can still uh, get kills with it. But it's I have one once. of the worst guns in the game. I mean, I've won three matches with that gun. Ugh. And like, and and again, it's it's because like you know I was just camping out. I was just waiting around till like the last circle was hitting, and I saw like the player count going down and down and down. Then once it got when it got to two, I'm like, okay, that's the last guy. He's reshielding. He's weak. I'm gonna take him out. And that's mm-hmm. how I won with the pistol. Dan victory royale. And it's not a it's not a good victory. I didn't feel good about doing it. I'm like that was no, an but, easy one. Like I didn't have to do that, but I did because that's the object of the game is to win. It's not to engage anybody. It's not to get the most kills. You're supposed to win the game. And if you want to win the game, honestly, you're better off getting your loadout and just waiting around until the game until the circle closes. And like that's not the way a battle royale is supposed to be built. And that's not the way I feel Warzone should be either. That's why, like, yeah. you know, like uh, I think it was last week when I, t- when I was giving some, pitching some ideas about making Warzone better. And it was, you know, the prime one was the circles. Like, they should be faster. They shouldn't take, like, five minutes to close. That gives everybody enough time to get in. It's like, no, like, if you're already, uh, uh, if you're already too far up, yeah, you're not going to make it. You're going to go too slow, and you don't have a vehicle around you. You're going to die. That's it. Start the next match. Like, that, I mean, honestly, just get rid of loadouts all in, all together. Like, if you're going to be a Battle Royale game, get rid of loadouts. Because with those loadouts, you're no longer a Battle Royale game. Oh, I agree. I mean, you still have them for, like, Plunder or whatever, because you start off with it anyways in Plunder. But if you're going to if you're gonna pitch the fact that you're a Battle Royale game, then take out loadouts from Warzone. Don't have them in there. All the all the weapons that you that you find are the weapons that are going to be out there, and that's what you're going to have to use. That way, at that point, at this point, there won't be a meta that people have to deal with anymore. It'll be like, oh, he just had the better, he just happened to have the better gun because he picked it up, or he killed somebody who had it. Mm-hmm. Like that's that, that's what a battle royale is, and that's why I was having more fun playing Apex recently than I was with Warzone because I'm like, this is what it's supposed to be. Is this? I, might, I actually might consider downloading um, 
Apex. Yeah, um, it's crossplay like, now. If you even yeah. if you have an Xbox or a PC, it's completely yeah. crossplay. Yeah, I'm. In oh, Switch, you can try it on Switch now. Yeah, only thing is, I don't. Uh, the only way I'd be able to play with you guys on Switch is if you guys use Discord. Uh, well, dude, I say we go ahead and wrap this podcast up for the week. Uh, guys, I'm Buddy Biscuits, and uh, I just want to say, have an amazing weekend. Uh, we love y'all, uh, and we'll see you guys right here on the podcast next Friday. Oh yeah, definitely appreciate all the likes and follows and just support we've been getting from all from the entire community. It's just amazing to see more and more people being or gamers i mean sorry more and more gamers engaging with us it's just an amazing feeling to have that interaction with everyone like just today we're talking about borderlands it was just awesome like yeah i thought i was like the only one that would be like nerding over you know my favorite character of borderlands but turns out there was someone else and it was awesome i mean hey (laughs) it's an amazing feeling when your followers respond back to you absolutely but but, um on behalf of everyone here at the team we'll see you next week later yeah Bye. Bye.